Hey guys, welcome back to the Players Take. We're at episode 14. Woohoo! We've got three genuine stars on the show today. Five, if you include me and Jesse. We've got Eddie Ford from the Arable Center Eagles, Cody Rock from Caroline Springs, and Izzy Pritchard from Spotty. We're talking drafts, they're all draft potentials. So hopefully um, we see them get their names called out at the end of the year. Absolutely. Let's hear the players' take. On today's episode, we have Eddie Ford from the Yarraville Seven Eagles. Welcome to the show. No worries, Susan. Thanks for having me. So, 2020, it's been a little bit of a different year, life in lockdown. How have you managed to incorporate footy when we haven't had any? Yeah, it's um, been pretty ordinary, um, obviously. You know, the experience for most people at the moment is a bit weird. Um, but, yeah, I think for footy, for me, um, I've, I've been around it still. Uh, I, I guess through the first stage, it was a bit hard because there was no footy on. Um, there was no mm-hmm. footy on television and stuff. And, um, yeah, we weren't, weren't playing things. But, yeah, I think as, a, as we've progressed, we sort of found our way to um, start training again. Um, especially for me, um, during this off sort of time, I've still been you know, able to show some good resilience and good integrity just to keep going at it, um, keep up there with my, you know, ball work, um, a lot of running, a lot of gym work stuff, um, just not let it slip away. Um, currently neglect these times. Um, it's yeah. still time to work. It's still time to keep pushing forward. So I think those those things are really important for me. And, you know, footy's been able to uh, keep me sane, I guess. So, yeah, I've been able to keep playing and, Keep going for it. Absolutely. Nice. I mean, you've been involved with the Western Jets now. Are they are they doing anything to try and keep you guys connected and, and keep you on track with your development? Um, they're pretty quiet at the moment. Um, I haven't heard too much from them. They're just sort of, you know, um, linking us to programs and linking us to um, sort of little things. We can attend, like, little Zoom meetings regarding footy skills or whatever, which is, uh, you know, good. Um, at this stage, you um, might as well take advantage of that while you can. So just taking those, whatever. Um, but, yeah, there's not a whole lot you can do at the moment. So, yeah, just waiting for their, their call, their green light. So, yeah. Now, uh, we've seen a couple of pictures of you taking some pretty big marks. Talk us through the mindset <laughs> when you're going up for a hangout. Do your coaches just give you a licence to take one when the opportunity presents? Oh, sort of. So, I've been playing that role of, um, you know, sort of down forward uh, most recently during... Uh, my time with the Jets and, you know, towards the end of my days at Yarraville. But, um, yeah, I don't really have a mic, so I just want to jump in the footy. Um, hope someone's under it so I can get in a step where they're going. Take the mark, uh, which is the most important part. So, yeah, there's not a whole lot that goes through my mind. It's pretty quick and pretty fast. So I just, you know, try and jump as high as I can. So, yeah. Gosh, the pictures were pretty epic that we saw. Yeah, I do one down at... Um, at Icon Park, which is probably my favourite. Um, that's probably what you're talking about. But, yeah, yeah. it was uh, yeah, it was all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in 2020... Sorry? Got a nosebleed. I was up pretty high, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 2018, you got to play some senior footy with the Eagles. Um, what was that experience like? Uh, yeah, that was awesome. So, um, at, at the end of my uh, 15 year with Yarrow, sort of... Um, yeah, I had to think about it and said, oh, you know, what are the chances of playing um, senior footy this year uh, or next year at that time? Um, so I sort of, you know, hit up the new coach. Vinny was the coach that year. I sort of asked him, oh, do you mind if I come down for a run at Yarraville um, during the preseason? Um, you know, in, in potential of getting a few games during the year. And so, yeah, he, he gave me the green light. Um, I was able to get a few sessions done with them during the preseason. Um, had a pretty good one as well. So I didn't get too much injuries or nothing during that one. So I was able to get good fitness up and good strength up. So, yeah, and then eventually uh, round one came and he said, yeah, you're in the team, which I was uh, pretty stoked about. Uh, you know, being able to play seniors at quite a young age is a good experience and you know, good for my growth, I guess. Being able to play against bigger bodies and get used to it at an early age. And then, um, yeah, it sort of held my spot in the team, uh, which is, you know, good and... Um, you know, thanks to Vinny as well. He was a great coach and great mentor for me during my footy, um, especially that age where you sort of have to learn new things and get going. But yeah, he, you know, gave me a belief and was very confident 
um, in May to you know produce and you know obviously yeah we had a quite a promising year up until the grand final but yeah um, it was all learning curve for me and it was awesome so thanks to well, thanks for me. <laughs> were you ever intimidated playing up against the bigger bodies or were you just just playing footy? Uh, just playing footy you, you can't really you know go into a game uh, scared or yeah. worried about if you're gonna get hit or not um sort of have to expect into any game, any game of footy, you're going to get hit and you get belted. Um, so, yeah, I was ready for that sort of um, thing to happen. And, you know, a few times I did get whacked. Uh, it wasn't too pleasant. But, yeah, as I said, you can't expect not to get um, a free ride through the game. Unless you're like Cyril Rioli or someone who seems to do everything. <laughs> uh, I blokes. But, yeah, um, yeah, I didn't go in there worried or nervous. I just sort of played my own footy. Um, yeah. Nice. We understand that you had the opportunity to train with Collingwood. Tell us a bit more about that. What was it like? Yeah, so um, that was, you know, another great experience for me. Uh, I think it was off the back of uh, some sort of program saying they just said, yeah, a few players throughout Australia can go train for a couple of clubs. And, um, yeah, I was lucky enough to get, get, get done with Collingwood. Um, we were obviously a uh, great, footy, great footy club and have great facilities and stuff. So, um I'm not a Collingwood fan, but yeah, but they are. <laughs> Kristen is. Oh, Kristen yeah, is I a am. massive Collingwood fan. <laughs> I'm actually a Saints fan, so uh, I don't know about that one. Well, they're doing um, alright. Yeah, they're doing alright. Um, I think it was a good rivalry back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, but um, anyways, um, yeah, so I spent a week down there with them at the Holden Centre, which was um, you know, really good. It was really good to get an insight on how everyone goes about it. And, um, you know, I was fortunate enough because, you know, not a lot of kids get to get that sort of um, exposure um, at this young age. So, um, yeah, thanks to Collingwood and thanks to their, their team down there for having me. Um, it was really, you know, good for me. And I think, you know, being able to leech off a few of their players, um, the ones that play like me, um, I sort of, you know, focus on a bit more heavily and sort of went in there as also not only as an experience but a learning um, sort of thing for me, the growth thing. Um, you know, their sort of you know, recovery and preparation Towards the game, and you know it's their job. So, you know they walk into the club every day and try to try the harder hide out. So yeah, um, yeah, it was really good. Thanks, Colin, for having me. If they, if they hear it, yeah, oh, they'll, they'll, de- <laughs> oh, they'll, they'll hear it. They're, they're listening. They'll definitely. You're also a member of the um, Big Metro Academy. So, in, I guess in a year without footy, what has that meant? And um, has there anything you've taken away from that program that specifically helped you? Um, yeah, so this is my second year in the Vic Metro program. I was fortunate enough to, you know, get a kick in the bottom age sort of um, part of it a couple of years ago, which is, you know, good as well. Um, but this year, in more specifically, I think that uh, we, we focus more on, you know, creating a you know, good team bond. Um, we've got a new coach as well, so Paul Corrigan. Um, the fossil, so yeah, he's um, been a good coach for us throughout the you know short period of time we had a couple of camps and stuff we did. So yeah, he's really intrigued and you know really focuses on creating good relationships between players and stuff. So um, same sort of um, coaching style as Vinny. He has a lot of confidence in the boys. Um, you know, a lot of upside to his um, coaching abilities, um, in my opinion. So yeah, I think you know there's not a whole lot to take out of it. I think that they set the standard. Um, at the training sessions, like all those boys there are, you know, wanting to play AFL, wanting to go pretty far with footy. So, um, and they're also fighting for a spot as well to um, play games, which we're going to, and I think we still are going to later in the year. Um, so, yeah, I think just that, their, their abilities and their, you know, sort of training standards um, have, you know, made me want to train harder and stuff. So, yeah. Nice. Um, what does the possibility of being drafted mean to you? Oh, uh, yeah, you're pretty cool, I guess. Um, I think, you know, it's sort of like a degree almost. I think you put in the hard yards for, you know, uh, seven or eight years. Um, if you want to count the sort of junior days, uh, it's just like, a you know, a doctor's degree. You put in, you know, those those few years of learning. Um, and, yeah, I think it's something that I've really been wanting to do since I was pretty young and, um, you know, it's obviously a great environment. Footy, uh, the AFL do a really good job 
how, how they go about it. So, yeah, it'd, it'd be awesome. But just have to wait and see because I don't really know where the go is at the moment. Um, you know, I haven't really been able to showcase um, a whole lot this year. So it's sort of based off last year's um, games and stuff. And, but, yeah, like I said before, I touched on, I think we might have a couple of games towards the end of the year to sort of, you know, push for a selection. But, yeah, it was at the wait. Now we'll get into our segment we call the back six because we believe the back six are the best six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it rhymes, so we'll just go with that. <laughs> um, can you tell us about, I guess, a footy experience that sort of um, a highlight for you? Because I know you've represented the WFL and Vic Metro and, and had some pretty good junior moments. Is there something that stands out for you? Yeah, um, I think those sort of achievements, you know, best and fairest is um, uh, representing, you know, leagues and Victoria, they, they all come and go. So, um, yeah, they're good. In They are good, but, like, uh, I think that, you know, the team success in footy is, you know, much more rewarding. Um, I think that the couple of premierships I was lucky enough to be a part of the overall were, um, you know, just great. You know, Ali and the boys, um those couple of years, we all had great connections. I think that was what led us to sort of playing well on the field as well, um, which is really important. But I think one of the, I wouldn't call it a highlight, I just called it, I wouldn't call it a low light either, but I think the, the grand final we lost, um, unfortunately, in the 2018 season, I think, against Point Cook, um, was really, you know, I sort of, I didn't expect it going into the game. I thought we were going to be pretty comfortable um, winning, you know, obviously we still try and still, you know, throw the kitchen sink at it. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that that moment in my footy career sort of defined me and you know, helped me understand things. Because when we lost, I didn't really process it. I was like, what just happened? I didn't really get yeah. it. I was like, how do we lose this? And I was like, it was only a goal or something in the end. I think it was, it was a really tight game, really good game, really good contest. Um, and congratulations to Pontiff as well. We you know, did a great job that season. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't our day, um, didn't get the chocolates. I think, you know, after the game, I sort of, you know, sat there and reflected and just sort of let it all out for a bit. Um, you know, sometimes in, in the clubs, it's hard to show emotions and stuff. Um, but I think, yeah, after that game, I sort of uh, just got around everyone, everyone got around me and said, no, we had a great season. Um, but yeah, it's sort of that last sort of hurdle, we, you know, failed. Um, but yeah, I sort of just let it out and had a bit of a cry <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, it was all right though. I think that sort of moment sort of helped me, you know, define who I am and stuff. Amazing. How do you juggle footy with school and any other commitments you might have? Yeah, I got a, I got a fair bit on the moment. Um, I don't think you know, sort of, um, the COVID timeline has sort of affected me too much. I've got a job as well, so I have to, um, you know, keep up the day with that. And I work pretty often now that I've got a bit more time on my hands. Um, and yeah, so school as well. I've got doing VCA this year and my last year, um, so I'm trying to get a pretty good score in that. Hopefully, um, but yeah, and for me, I think I think now is a good time to you know not let footy not not, not neglect it and let it go, but you can sort of um, take it a bit easier. Um, you know, your time to focus on you know your studies, um, your hobbies, your mental health, and all that stuff. And just take a break from footy. Um, I think that yeah, I, I still try and you know, get a lot of footy in, you know, a lot of um, down the oval running and stuff, um, a bit of kicking with some mates if I can, need to pull that and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think it's it hasn't affected me too much um, as of now. So I think just have to wait and when footy comes back, I hope it's um, yeah, hope it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Who is someone that sort of had a, a meaningful impact on, on your career? You touched on Vinny and a few other coaches, but is there someone else that sort of had a real impact on, on you? Yeah. Um, well, I'll probably say Vinny again, uh, sort of the person I lean towards. Um, just sort of that, you know, his um, endeavour to create, you know, meaningful, not just create them, but meaningful relationships with players. Um, mm-hmm. We had a lot of, you know, functions and a lot of, um, team bonding sessions as well um, during that year. Um, as a new coach, I think he wanted to do that for his own sake as well, just to get to know the boys. Um, 
Uh, I didn't go to the drink ups just because I was the younger for that yeah. time. But yeah, so, <laughs> the sessions down at the Rail- Railway Hotel. Um, shout out to them for having us. Uh, yeah, good spot. That's a good spot. Yeah. yeah, it is a good spot. <laughs> I can go there now because I'm 18, but probably it's not. <laughs> um, but uh, I think, yeah, he, uh, you know, he really wanted to see the best in us and, you know, not only, you know, make us better footballers, make us better people, um, which is really important. Uh, for most clubs, you, you want to be able to walk in there and then walk out uh, a better person, um, which is what most, you know, AFL clubs as well focus on. They, uh, they, they mention that in most of their talks as well. They just mention, um, you know, players walking out better than they were before. So, yeah. Nice. Vinny's a good man. Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> do you have any pre-game rituals or routines? Uh, I'm pretty, I wouldn't say rituals, but I'm pretty, I've got a routine pre-game, Pat. Um, I don't get up too early. I still wake up pretty late um, during game days. Uh, you know, most of my games are, you know, about 2 o'clock or something, or 12 o'clock, so here time to sleep in. Um, sort of look at it as a normal day. Um, like a school day or something, so I get up at usually the same time or something. Um, eat the same thing every time, so I think it's working. I don't know if it is. I might change it up this year. It just depends. Um, a lot of stretching and stuff. But, yeah, I wouldn't say it's a huge thing. I, I sort of try to relax before a game. Yeah. Um, I don't get serious and I don't really listen to, you know, headphones. And I think I sort of just let the background noises, um, you know, calm me down and stuff. And, yeah, I, I do up before the game, but um, just try to relax you know, in the club rooms and stuff and get around the boys and have a conversation like I usually would on, on a train line or something. So, yeah, I'm trying to be too serious and once I'm out of the field, I sort of uh, switch on and uh, get going. Nice. The best player, can you tell us the best player you've played with? The best player I've played with? Um, well, it's hard to, to pinpoint why I've been in a few good teams to my... Um, history of footy, I think maybe some of the Yarraville boys, Brandon Lester, um, Jesse Varson Marcus. Uh, he's a really good, you know, um, team player, a good tap ruckman as well. When you need him, um, there's not, not always a lot of, you know, good ruckmen nowadays who can um, put it down your throat when you run past him. So, um, yeah, he was a great player. I think as of recent, um, the other jet, you might have heard of him. Um, yeah, he's a Really good, really passionate about his footy. Um, he's playing up in the Sandville now, which is um, good on him. But um, yeah, he's just really committed and really passionate about his footy. Footy and uh, yeah, brings it, brings the effort day in day out. So yeah. Um. So pre-COVID, uh, Kristen and I had the plan of going around to all the clubs in the WRFL and tasting their best canteen dish. Um, and we we're going to rate it. It was going to be a whole rating system. Obviously, yeah. COVID has stopped that for us in 2020, um, but we'll be back in 2021. So can you tell us, well, you can tell us Yarraville's best canteen dish, but if you've tasted yeah. any other that have stuck in the mind from WFL, let us know. Yeah, so I've had a, I have had a few. I think um, Yarraville does stand out the most. Um, so our sort of canteen on game day and um, on Thursday nights when the team selected um, those meals, um, yeah, they're pretty good. I think the pasta down the Jets is the same every time. I'm getting pretty sick of it, so um, <laughs> um, they change up. I think um, another boy, his dad or something, owns an abattoir, so he's getting in a few meats and lambs and stuff. So that's getting better. But um, the pasta, get out of here. I'm not a big fan. Have a lot of homes also. Uh, yeah. Um, but at, at uh, Yarraville, we did a um, sort of chicken chicken roast. Oh. Um, it was, uh, yeah, pretty handy. Um, the staff down there did a, did a good job. Um, Jeff King and the ladies down there. Um, yeah, thanks to them. I think it was a bit of roast chicken, a bit of veggies, a bit of chips. Nice. The gravy, on it, nice. gravy was, um, you know, perfected. It was really good. <laughs> I think the other dish was a lasagna or something, which is, um, I'm a fan of, sort of, I've had it a lot of fun, like, lasagna and pasta, I have a lot of it, so, I don't want to, um, yeah, it's about 7 out of 10 or something, the, the chicken roast is better, uh, about 9 out of 10 maybe or something, but. 
Yes. All right. We'll remember that. Yeah. We'll come down yeah, to just, training next year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, obviously, the draft is later in the year um, and you touched on potentially um, being some games later in the year. What's What's next for you? What's how do you keep on track? What's how how yeah? Tell us. Yeah, just sort of sort of a waiting game at the moment. I've got a, a lot of few programs running for me. Um, my cousin Matt Hanson plays for him in the VFL. He's also a PT, so he uh, provides me with a, a fair bit of strength stuff and a fair bit of workout programs that I can use. At the moment, so I'm just uh, you know using him to get a few things. Then you know Vic uh, Metro of um, provided me with the programs as well as the jet and stuff. So they, uh, they lend you all those running stuff and all the ball work things you can do. So I guess it's not a whole lot you can do at the moment. Um, just keep up to date, keep them busy, um, showing good you know, integrity, uh, which is really important in, in these times, especially. I think um, you know being able to do the right thing you know, when no one's watching. Um, you know being able to keep up to date by yourself at the moment. Usually, you can't really get out to many people, so, and if you do, it's maybe one or two other people, so, um, just be able to do the right thing and, you know, be persistent in uh, keeping up to date with, you know, your ball work and, um, you know, running and stuff, so, yeah, it's not all that you can do, but I touched on, I'll just keep waiting and I'll keep working at my game and, you know, you know, now it gives you a bit of time to work on the things that you didn't always have time to work on during the season, the little things um, that you want to improve and stuff, so, yeah, it's taking care of those and, yeah, putting in, put in effort is uh, really important. Some advice I give to anyone who um, wants to do well at something. Um, it's, you know, it's really important. You've got to give 100% in whatever, whatever you do. So at the moment, uh, you know, motivation and effort is really important. So just keep up to date and, you know, staying busy. Absolutely. It sounds like you're definitely on the, on the right track and you're committed and, um, you know, you've got your resilience and you're getting through this. So hopefully um, we'll be back out on the park very soon. Um, but we might wrap it up there. Obviously, thank you so much for joining us. It's been great to you know, hear about your journey and um, what's, what's to look forward to next, really. So, yeah, we wish you all the best of luck for the remainder of the year and we can't wait to see you out there. Yeah, no worries. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. On today's episode, we have Izzy Pritchard from the Spotswood Football Club. Welcome to the show. We're super excited to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Right. Well, obviously, 2020 has been not a year we ever could have predicted. How, how are you going and how have you managed to incorporate footy into, into your life? Um, I mean, it has been a crazy year. Um, that's for sure. It's definitely been, it's actually been quite busy, which hasn't been too bad. I think, you know, the busyness is quite good. Um, but so I have a teammate who lives in my street, so I've been fortunate enough to be able to train with her pretty much all year, actually. Um, so that's been really good. And like every day after school, we'll just go down to the park for an hour and do like some running or some skills or something. And, um, yeah, that's been really fun. And then in terms of school and stuff, it's obviously getting a lot busier now as we approach exams, but um, yeah, it's been not too bad. <laughs> well, you're lucky. You're lucky you've got a teammate close yeah. by that you could, you could work with. Yeah. And so we know that you're obviously part of the Western Jets and you got to play three games before the season was shut down due to COVID. What was that like getting, I guess, almost halfway through the season and, and then having it taken away so suddenly? It was really disappointing, honestly, because... Like this year, we were doing really well, we were, um, you know, and I felt like even the, like the group of girls that we had, like we're a lot, we were so close and it was just like, it was so much fun this year. And then to get it cut short was so disappointing, especially because like the footy that we'd been playing as a team, uh, it was just like, it, was, it just kept getting better every week and then it was just cut short, which was super annoying. Um, but it would have been, I think like it would have been really interesting to see like how we would have gone this season. Um, but you know, what can you do? Yeah, that's it. Is there anything, I guess, that the Jets are now doing to keep you on track or assist you further in your development? Um, n not really. I think I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure AFL told the clubs to kind of cease communication um, so that they would be the, like the AFL Vic would be the only um, like 
input of information that we were getting. Um, so we haven't had that much from the Jets. We've had, we've got a bit of like a few training programs and stuff like that from, um, yeah, AFL Vic through the NAB League. So that's been quite good. Um, but yeah, in terms of the Jets, not really. I mean, the coach has reached out a few times to me, which has been good because he's a legend. We love him. Um, so yeah. Nice. You've had a, a pretty impressive junior career. I mean, most players will probably be a little bit envious of what you what you've been able to achieve. It's three three grand finals and rep teams for the WRFL and Vic Metro. Um, I remember interviewing you in like I think it was twenty sixteen, your first grand final. I, that was my first year in the WRFL, and um, and now um, obviously Izzy Grant got um, drafted, and now you're potentially to get drafted. How? Can you describe the past sort of four years? I mean, <laughs> it's been kind of crazy. Like that was the, that year where you interviewed us was my first year playing footy. And um, that was insane, like to win a premiership in the first year. Um, and like under such high stakes as well, like it was a draw at the end of the game and we played an extra time. So that win was incredible. Incredible. Um, and then since then, like I've been really, really lucky in terms of, you know, getting um, placed into like trying out for Vic teams and stuff like that and, um, you know, getting into the Jets and uh, WRFL teams, interleague teams, stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, it's been like really crazy, a bit whirlwind. But, um, yeah, super exciting. And, like, it's it's just good because, like, the footy community, um, in terms of, like, the other sports that I've played because I've done, like, a few individual sports before I started playing footy. Um, and in terms of, like, the community around, um, especially girls, girls AFL it's just insane and it's like it's so much fun just going to training and hanging out with like your friends and stuff like that it's 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 really good why did you just start decide to start playing um so I um played with school like we had a team it was like the first year we were like like you know there was a team going around um and yeah so I did like a little round robin thing with school for a day and it was like it was so much fun and so I heard about like a local club starting up which was spotty and um, I really really wanted to join in and so I just went down to a training one night and a few friends a few girls from my school um, were there and then I we just sort of like all joined together in the first year it was yeah nice I like that Amazing. We spoke about Izzy Grant just before. Um, you've played a lot of footy together. What sort of and she got obviously got drafted last year. What sort of impact has she had on you, both like personally and and obviously footy wise? Um, yeah, I think you know me and Izzy are really um, really good friends. Um, in fact, best friends. And like it's funny because um, at training and stuff like that at Sp- at Spotty and Jets, like we've we've almost played in every team together. Um, so we were just kind of known as the two Izzies, which is like, quite funny. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I mean, she's, she's incredible and she's so like, she's a very aspiring, like, per, like just person in general. She's very like high achieving, super hardworking. Um, and she's just a really good friend, like so, so nice, so caring. Um, so, you know, to have her, she, you know, she's always been a sort of like role model for me to be able to play like her and just be like her in general. Um, so watching her get drafted last year was super exciting. Um, and, you know, she was really unfortunate, unfortunate to be um, held back by injury this year. But I'm really looking forward to, you know, seeing what she can do next year. And it's just, it's really good having, you know, such a good friend who is just such a good person to look up to as well. Yeah, absolutely. She's a nice, she's a nice, sweet girl. So I yeah, can't wait to is. see her play. Can't wait to see her play next year, hopefully. Yeah. So we understand, obviously, you're invited to the to the combine. Congrats! Um, how did it feel to be invited? Um, well, it's very very exciting. Um, I feel like that's a given. It's um, also very nerve wracking, um, especially you know due to the the year that we've had. I guess we haven't had a proper season, so it's been difficult to maintain fitness and stuff like that all year. Um, and it's also scary. I think like like we have a few interviews when we go there and stuff like that, which is nerve wracking. Um, so excuse me. So um, so yeah, it's been pretty scary, um, but just really exciting. I'm really looking forward to it. It should be good. Like I'll be able to see a few um, friends from like other teams and stuff around um, NAB League. So that's really exciting and just to do it and ah, so it's pretty scary. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it should be good. And you're you're a part of the AFLW Academy. What what does 
what does that mean? And what in a year, obviously, without footy, um, has that program continued? Have you been able to take anything away from your time spent with the academy? Um, yeah, so ever, it's pretty insane being a part of the academy and, um, you, like, the opportunities that we're given be, um, are just crazy. Like, um, at the start of the year, we went up to Darwin for a week and did some training up there. Um, which was so cool and we were like training in like 35 degree heat and um and just be like you really like it's sort of like an introduction to the I guess like an elite athlete regime I guess um you know and like we get access to like really amazing facilities incredible coaches Asta O'Connor who's um you know a footy genius um and so that's been it's been amazing to be a part of that it's been super exciting um and what was, what was the other question there? there were, <laughs> I guess, there were, <laughs> have they been in touch with you this year as well and like to continue development? Um, and yeah, in terms of, so in terms of their communication, it, it has mainly just been through the AFL. Of course, they've reached out and they've said like, if you want to contact us, um, you're more than welcome and they've kept that contact up. But it's been, it's just been more limited because we haven't been able to see them throughout the year. Like there were supposed to be, I think, two, I could be wrong, two or three more camps. I think two two more camps this year where we would have played a game as a team and then also a bonding one uh, like around this period. So um, it's been quite disappointing that we couldn't do that, obviously. Um, but, you know, they've kept it, in, like they've reached out, they've kept, like we have like a little Facebook group chat and stuff and they contact us through that. So, yeah. What does the possibility of being drafted mean to you? <laughs> wow! Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, that's insane. That's something that it's just super exciting, and it's crazy to be able, you know, the idea of playing um, at that level with so much talent around you, and just being able to like play on a like with in front of all these people, and like be able to, you know, just. <laughs> like getting drafted <laughs> that's such a difficult question um, <laughs> I mean it means everything but you know it's it's for me like footy's always been about um having fun and just kind of um yeah enjoying me like enjoying playing and just going as far as I can in terms of you know making sure that I'm just having fun and I'm enjoying it and I'm still learning and um so yeah I think like to be able to get drafted it's incredible but for me it's more like just being able to play really and play as, you know, in that sort of level is crazy. But, yeah. Did you ever think four years ago when you started playing that, you know, you would even be having these conversations, like that possibility of being drafted? Did it ever cross your mind? <laughs> Not at all. Um, like I think, um, you know, because I didn't start playing until I was, I think, 14. And so, like, until then I didn't even, like I barely knew it was a thing. Um, so it never crossed my mind. And then when I started playing, it was always for me just about like enjoying it and having fun and, um, you know, just trying my best and trying to learn as much as I could. So um, I, never, I never thought that it would even be a possibility. I didn't even know it existed. So, um, you know, to be here now, it's just, it's really crazy. Amazing. We're going to get into our segment we call the back six because we believe the back six are the best six. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So first question, I guess, has there been a standout moment for you in your your career so far? Has there been, I guess, potentially a turning point, a moment where you thought, this is is what I can do? I can can see myself having a career in this? That's that's a good question. Um, I'm not sure... (laughs) I'm not sure if there was a moment where I was like, I, I can see myself having a career in this as such. But um, that first year that we played in the grand final, when we finished the game on a draw and then went into extra time and then won by a few points, I think like that feeling of winning and being surrounded by so much joy and happiness with your teammates and being so happy together after, you know, putting in so much work, that feeling is something that, like I would strive to just recreate again. You know what I mean? And I think that was something for me that was like, oh, I really want to do this. 
And like, obviously, uh, footy is now a major part of your life. How do you juggle that with, you know, school commitments and um, any other sporting commitments you might have? Um, I mean, it has, it's been pretty busy. I think for me personally, like I kind of thrive off um, being busy. There's that quote, what's that quote? It's like, um, oh, what if you want something done, give it to a busy person or something like that. Um, and I think, I think that's true. Like when I'm busy, I'm being more productive and stuff like that. So I think footy has been good in the sense that um, it's given me a break from school. Um, you know, you're, I'm like throughout the day, like at school and stuff like that, I'll be focusing on school. But then as soon as school finishes, I get to take a break and like socialize and um, take my mind away from school and stuff like that. Um, and of course by footy. So um, yeah, I think, I think it, it's been really beneficial for me and like, obviously it's busy and I think being organized is vital in, you know, wanting to play sport um, and manage school and stuff like that. But I mean, it's been, it's been good. Is there someone you've met through footy that has had a, a meaningful impact on you? I think like it's hard to answer because there's like, you know, there's so many, um, there's just there's so many people. Um, I mean, I've met some of my best friends, my best friends through footy. Um, so like they're pretty important to me. Um, but also being able to um, be coached by Chris Grant in my, you know, first season of footy and, um, throughout my junior my junior footy which is insane and you know he's he's <laughs> growing up I went for the dogs and so Chris Grant was a big um, you know he was a big <laughs> a big sporting figure in our family so being able to yeah be coached by him was insane and he's he's just um, he's so much more than just a like good footy player like he's so caring and kind and um, yeah he's someone that I can look up to as like you know more than just a footy coach. He's just someone who has um, values that I, um, yeah, I really, val- I really, uh, values that I really value. Values <laughs> that, 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 you know, I want to like replicate and he, he's such a role model um, for me. So, yeah. He's an incredible person to have in your corner. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Amazing. Do you have any pregame rituals or routines that you do? Um, (laughs) I'm not sure if it's a pregame ritual, but I'm very picky about my ankle taping. Um, and (laughs) so before the game, I'll usually tape my ankles myself just because like, it's not even like, it's just bad, like bad taping, just different to what I do. (laughs) I'm like, oh, it's okay. I'll just do it. I'll just do it. (laughs) Um, So probably, probably that. I wouldn't say it's a pregame ritual as such, but um, maybe, I don't know, just something that <laughs> bugs me a little. Yeah. Um, but in terms of pregame rituals, not too much. Um, I'm trying to think because I am quite like a little, like I'm quite superstitious, but I don't think I have any like rituals in particular. I just like, you know, there's like the classic, like I can't tell myself before the game that we're going to like win or lose or anything. Like I just have, like I have to, tell myself that we're going to lose and then you just go out there and you, you win. That's the, that's the idea. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> crazy. Um, but no, no like foods or, Oh, hydrolyte every game. But I mean, that's not really, is that, is that a ritual? I'm not sure. Maybe for you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us um, maybe the greatest player you've played with or a pretty good player you've played with? Oh my God. I mean, it's just so many. I've played with, you know, Izzy Grant. She's incredible. I played with, you know, Gabby Newton, um, Ali McKenzie. Um, I mean, there's there's so many. Um, I, I mean, Liz Georgiostathis mm-hmm. playing with her last year. Um, so talented. And like just being a part of the academy, I'm surrounded by <laughs> the most talented players in the country, really. So I mean, it's way too many to list. But yeah, a lot. <laughs> Um, so before, uh, no, at the start of the year, actually, Kristen and I had a plan to go and visit all of the canteens in the WFL um, hmm. and try their best dish and <laughs> basically rate them. So it was a whole rating system and then obviously COVID came in and we couldn't do that anymore. Can you tell us 
Spotty's best club canteen dish. Now we've had Spotty talk to us before, but we've Spotty has if... been up there. Uh, quite a few people have mentioned Spotty. Yeah. So, so tell us. That's see for me. I'm I'm not a canteen gal. I'm, I don't go to the canteen after the game. But yeah. there's a reason for this. It's because every Friday night after training, we have like a club meal together. Uh-huh. Yep. And so we we do like a pasta bake. And I don't, I don't know who's responsible for the pasta bake, but it is so good. <laughs> and so, like, it's not a canteen meal, but the yeah. um, it's a club, meal. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, a club meal, meal. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. the best. Yeah, it is okay. so good. It's an event. We'll go down there. Come down Friday night after training. Come down and have a have a pasta with the with yeah. the team. Okay, we've got to put that on our list for 2021. Yeah, 2021's going to be a big year for us. Yeah, a lot of food eating, let me tell you. A lot of catching up to do, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we mentioned the combine um, you're invited to. We, I mean, we still don't know when that might be. Um, What's next for you? Are you still just um, trying to keep busy and keep training? Um, What's the next steps for you ahead of the draft? Um, yeah, so for me, I guess it's just been um, trying to, I mean, I've lost a bit of fitness since the season finished, obviously, and, you know, while still trying to train, it's just hard to keep up the uh, amount of running that you do um, in, like, throughout the season afterwards. So for me, it's just been about, yeah, trying to maintain my fitness, um, get it up a little bit for the draft, um, and just kind of, um, like, keep myself busy, really, um, like, schoolwork and stuff like that. Um, I feel like um, not like dwaddling on it too much. It, like yeah. otherwise it will make me too nervous and um, I like anxious and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for me, it's just keeping myself busy, not trying to dwell on it too much, think about it too much. Like um, just keep proactive, keep doing stuff. Yeah. Nice. Well, we, we really hope that your name gets called on, on draft night and um, <laughs> when you get, get to a team, we want the first autograph. The podcast. We'll put it up in our studio yeah. by a jumper, and we'll get it signed by you. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. We wish you all the best for the future. Um, yeah, it's been it's been fun getting to know you and watching you grow um, during the WFL. So we can't we can't wait to see what happens next. Thank yeah. you, thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun. Our next guest is Cody Rock from the Caroline Springs Football Club. Welcome to the show. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. <laughs> so 2020, bit of a different year, life in lockdown. How have you managed to incorporate footy when we haven't had any? Uh, when I haven't had any, just being at home, I've got a younger brother and my dad's into footy as well. So I live about 200 metres from the footy oval. So I just go over there when I feel like it. Um, I go to a football school as well. So we've been given out a program for footy and also the Jets have been great sending out some stuff as well. So getting to the ovals, no worries, still motivated to do that. Nice. That's good to hear. You touched yeah. on you're involved with the, de- with the Jets. Can you tell us about sort of your experiences with, with that program so far? Yeah, so I've been at the Jets since under 16s. Uh, I played... Uh, the two Brad Johnson games as an under-16s and right now, oh, this year I would be a top major at the Jets, uh, but obviously no games. So last year I was a bottom major. I played, I think, 10 games. I was I had a broken wrist at the start and I got pretty sick at the end of the season. So, yeah, I think in total I've played about 12 Jets games. Yeah. Are they doing anything at the moment? Like I know you touched on they've had some programs and stuff to keep you... Uh, I guess, engaged. Is there anything else they're doing to keep you guys on track? Uh, I've spoken to the S&C strength and conditioning coach at Jets, Timmy. Uh, he sent out a, a gym program for me and because uh, I've got a running program from somewhere else. So, yeah, they're doing, I'm still in communications with them and they're doing everything they can to help me. Have you missed playing this year? Yeah, I've missed it heaps. Footy's <laughs> a lot to me and... Um, yeah, I've missed it heaps. I can't wait to get back out there. I got to play one game and, um, yeah, little did I know that was going to be my last for a while. We're definitely missing it. It's, been <laughs> it's definitely been a strange year. Yeah, definitely, yeah. 
So we know that your dad, Mark, is an integral volunteer with the Caroline Springs Football Club, and we also know he used to play and won a couple of best and fairest. How yeah. big of a support and mentor has he been to you throughout your journey? Uh, Dad's been huge. He, um, he's, he's been a great support. Um, he's heavily involved with Caroline Springs Football Club, and even if the seniors are playing at the same time as me, he, he'll still get out to my games and... Uh, yeah, he's just great because like he had a great career himself and I can just go to him about nearly everything and like with advice and all that. So yeah, he's great. And we know that you've played a couple of um, Division One senior games for Caroline Springs in the past. What was that like? Do you think it's really assisted you with your footy development? Yeah, that was huge. Um, Brody Holland's been great with helping me out in that area. I, I played my first senior game when I was 15 against Werribee and um, I didn't expect it to be that quick, but I was ready for the challenge. Um, I was scared. I'm not scared. I, I was probably just a bit nervous at the start to go against men, but I got a pretty solid hit pretty early and I was comfortable from then on because I knew I could handle the heat with them. But, yeah, playing seniors, that's that's been huge for me because um, it's given me confidence to know that I can go against men now. You also had an opportunity to train with the Western Bulldogs. So what was that like sort of rubbing shoulders with some of the best players in the league? That that was unreal. That was, uh, yeah, this preseason I had um, two weeks. Uh, I got to train two weeks with the Bulldogs and that was awesome. They are, uh, I did it with Jamara, Ewan and Finlay McRae. Uh, so being around them boys who are very good footballers made it easier as well. But at the Bulldogs, they got all of us, in nearly every drill when we even got to do a bit of game sense, so a bit of match play. So, yeah, that that helped me um, huge. I just went back to Jets and was pretty confident, just took what I learned from the Bulldogs back to Jets. Did you also, during that time, is it kind of like a pinch yourself kind of moment? Like these are um, a group of players that potentially I could be playing with or against in the, in the future? Yeah, for sure. I was um, sitting in the in their change rooms, like the locker rooms. And my favourite player is Aaron Norton. I've liked him for a while. And, like, he, I just looked at him and he's, like, he just, like, had that glow. Like, it's just a celebrity almost. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and obviously looking at the bond and all that sort of stuff, nearly all of them, that was just unreal. And, like, you see, I got to see a lot of things that not many other people get to see, like behind-the-scenes stuff, like at training, them in the gym, uh, just all the extras they put in and, yeah, it really is a lot of hard work to be great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you're currently a member of the Vic Metro Academy. So in a year without footy, what has that kind of meant this year? Is there anything, I guess, that you've taken away from the program that's assisted you in being able to stay on track in these times? Yeah, for sure. We um, So when everything was half normal in the pre-season earlier this year, we got to go on two camps for Vic Metro. One was in Geelong and one was in Maribyrnong. So just being there, I think it was a total of two weeks. I learned so much being around the uh, best Vic players around Victoria, uh, bounced off a lot of them and also the great coaches and all that that are there. So sitting in game plans, we looked at stuff, um, all that, just everything. I learned so much and, I still remember it because it was nearly the last thing football-wise that I've done. Uh, yeah, that was great. What does the, the possibility of, of being drafted mean to you? Uh, means a lot. Uh, I would love to be drafted because I've put a lot of time and hard work into this. And, um, yeah, you could say it definitely means a lot. Um, yeah, I've never really been asked that question. <laughs> are you nervous? Are you nervous or excited or, or do you have any, I mean, it's still a little while away and there's still a lot to play out, but are, are you excited that maybe that could happen? Uh, yeah, I try and play it day by day because I don't want to get my hopes up too much and yeah. uh, I also don't want to get my hopes down too much as well, a bit of both. Um, so I, I know like I could break my leg or something tomorrow and then it all goes wrong. So I just worry about, training today and then training tomorrow just getting the hard work in and I my granddad always says that the more hard work you put in the more luck you seem to have so I just worry about now good advice yeah Yeah. great answer 
Great answer. Um, so we're going to get into one of our segments that we do with all of our guests, and it's called the back six um, okay. because we believe the back six are the best six. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell us um, maybe about an experience or a moment, I guess, in your footy career so far that's really, like, uh, got you to where you are now and, yeah, inspired you. Uh, well... I'm probably not right guy for back six because I, I'd say knowing all the <laughs> my best fo- my best football moments were playing up forward. I was a bit of both, a, but that's alright. That's okay. Yeah, oh, when I was playing forward, uh, there's been a few moments. Um, probably my two best games were when I kicked six um, playing with the Jets at, up forward, uh, and also kicked seven playing seniors. So. That was nice. sort of a turning moment and I got a lot of confidence from those days, yeah. Absolutely. That's impressive. Yeah, thanks. I missed from the goals <laughs> that day I played for Jets, though, so that was a low light. <laughs> That's all right. How have you been able to sort of juggle footy and school and, and all the other commitments that you have? Uh, well, it's been easy with school, to be honest, because I go to the academy. It's a football yeah. school, Alex Rance's stuff, so... Um, it's heavily involved with football and they understand that what we're going through. So they've sent us all our programs and all that sort of stuff to, it's called high performance. So we do that in the afternoon and school is just in the morning to like about 12 o'clock. So yeah, my days are still pretty balanced and well organized. So I have stuff to look forward to every day. Nice. I know you touched on, obviously your dad has been massive, um, throughout your footy journey so far. But is there anyone else you've kind of met through your journey that's really had a meaningful impact on you? For sure. I've met heaps of people. I've been in a lot of different teams. Um, Brody Holland's been huge with my development. Um, same with Zen Christophe Senior. He's probably, other than my dad, he's probably been the biggest influence for me. Um, I've met Jason DeGabriel, Brian Lake on field. Uh, yeah, they're probably the main ones. I'm definitely forgetting probably one or two, but yeah, they're the mainly Zen Christopher. Yeah, he's uh, been huge for me. Do you have any pre-game rituals or routines? Um, yeah, I'm very superstitious. I have um, probably my biggest one is um, I wear socks, the little ankle socks under my footy socks, and okay. the right one has to be white sock and the Left one has to be a black sock. Um, wow, nice. I know, it's a bit weird. Um, I have so many, I can go on and on, but, yeah, that's that's one. Oh, I'm superstitious as well, so I totally get yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I 100% get it. Yeah. Um, who is one of the best players you've ever played with? I've ever played with? Um, yeah. Cool. Tough question. Um. Growing up uh, at a young age, I could probably say Harrison White. He is one of the best um, footballers I've ever seen. At, um, like he played at Werribee. That was through WFL. Um, at the Jets, there's people like Liam Conway and Eddie Ford, them boys. Um, and at Metro, nearly the whole team, they were great. And there's so many to name at um, Vic Metro. But, yeah, I would say at the Jets, who I play with the most, I'd probably say... Liam Conway and Eddie Ford, yeah. Before COVID hit, Jesse and I had the um, plan of he- hitting up all the canteens in the WRFL and tasting their best canteen dish. Uh, right. We have heard good things about the Caroline Springs canteen. Um, so can you tell us what's the best dish at the club and if you've heard of any other dishes around um, the league that we should hit up <laughs> in 2021? Uh, at CS, I definitely, definitely recommend the chips and gravy. That mm-hmm. they, they go hard at halftime. They're pretty good. <laughs> also, I don't have it when I'm playing, but when I'm there watching the seniors, <laughs> yeah, gravy is my go-to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten that from a few clubs, so we'll have to we'll have to go around and try them, and then decide which is the best <laughs> um, in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Now, I know you kind of touched on briefly, you know, you're just taking it day by day and, and just working hard. Um, obviously, the draft is, you know, later in the year. 
Uh, what, are you, what are your next steps? I guess, obviously, like you said, day by day, but how will you kind of prepare for that? Um, well, uh, there might be a combine later in the year and just um, if, it, if I was lucky enough to get invited to that, I would just like to be ready for that. Um, so I'm, one of my weaknesses is uh, my 2K time. It's not too bad, but it's something I'm just really motivated to get down and I just want to show people that um, during all this while we've been inside, I am still working hard and just want to show them that um, I'm ready to go with whatever they call. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, good luck for the remainder of the year. We hope come draft day we get to hear your name being called out. It would be amazing for you, your family and, and the league to, to see you um, go on to an AFL list. And if that doesn't happen, then we wish you all the best um, for the future. So thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing a little bit about your story. Cheers. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Big shout out and a big thank you to our three guests, Cody, Eddie and Izzy. Three impressive young people um, that are about to embark on a pretty exciting time in their careers. We Fingers crossed they get picked up in the draft. But if they don't and if it's not their time, then there's plenty of other exciting opportunities going to come up for those three. I can just see it. Um, Absolutely. So, and just remember us when you when you're big and famous. Just remember yeah, K and J when you when you're playing AFL and AFLW. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got your start here, so. How <laughs> <laughs> um, do you get there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I did want to ask you, Jesse, was, I mean, these three are 18, um, about to start something pretty exciting in their lives. What What were you doing when you were 18? <laughs> Um, certainly nothing as exciting as that. Um, nothing as life changing as a, as a possible <laughs> AFL draft or an AFL draft? No, nothing that exciting. I mean, I also feel really old when we talk <laughs> to them, like, you know, cause obviously like, you know, they're young and in footy and we're all got that in common. And then I think we're like 10 plus years older than these guys. Um, when when Eddie Ford talked about the rivalry between St Kilda and Collingwood, um, <laughs> felt pretty old then when he said back in the day. And I remember day, that was, day too. That was that was ten years ago, and I was at that game. So you know, <laughs> um, definitely feel old when uh, we were talking to those guys. Yeah, no, I yeah at eighteen. Um, I mean, definitely not as exciting as what they're doing, but I'm sure at the time I thought it was exciting. Um, I was at uni, so I was going to um, Monash in Berwick um, and, like, living in Point Cook, so that's a huge commute. Um, (laughs) Dedicated. Yeah, I know. Um, So I was going to uni. I'm pretty sure I was working at Ray White at the time in real estate. Um, Clearly wasn't the career path (laughs) I was going down. Um. I was still doing karate at that point in time. Um, <laughs> low key, if you didn't know, I was pretty good at karate, guys. Um, oh, I believe you. Yeah, so don't don't start me. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was literally going to Mint um, in Werribee like every Thursday night when I was 18. So shout out to the Mint Thursday homies. Um yeah, they were some good times. I wish I grew up in Werribee to, to go to Mint because I've I've heard stories. Oh, so many great stories. times. But what were you doing at eighteen? Like that's that's more important. Well, what I remember, I remember I had the biggest eighteenth uh, birthday party in my what? suburb. I reckon it was huge. I don't remember a lot of it. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I don't remember coming home like. There's people that talk to me and say, that was the greatest party ever. Don't remember. Just don't remember it. Um, I blame my family for that. Yeah, no, that's um, fair. Um, I remember, yeah, getting into uni, um, I always wanted to be uh, a journalist. So mm-hmm. I studied media and communications and majored in journalism and PR. And I remember starting that. I was I was at Deakin. So um, that was a big commute for me. I live in the north. So um, I was... Yeah. Spent more time travelling there than the amount of contact hours I had at, at uni. But, um, yeah, it was sort of the start 
of um, the rest of my life. It was a big year. Yeah, I mean, not that's starting as what these guys are doing, but it was a turning point. It's crazy how much can change in that, you know. Yeah. That uh, that space of time, and I'm pretty sure back when I was 18, Carlton was still not <laughs> winning <laughs> many games. When we when we're talking about footy stuff now, we still probably sitting around the same spot. So, I guess not a lot has changed. Um. In that space. Well, you know? since, since we last spoke um, on the podcast, because we, we, we pretty much speak every day. I uh, knew this was coming. Yeah, did you? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, if you remembered, but Collingwood and Carlton did play. <laughs> oh. You just refresh my memory. I mean, there's so many games being played on the moment. I don't remember the score. I actually don't remember the score either, <laughs> but I know we lost. <laughs> Oh, it's, always good. it's always good beating Carlton, I have to say, as a Carlton. And I I don't think we've won since then, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, we lost last week to GWS uh, in another terrible game. Uh, out of the last 42 inside 50 we had, we'd only scored one goal. So I think goal <laughs> kicking needs to be a focus yep. for the Blues. So, yep. you know, last time I did a little shout-out to Jack Nunes. Now I'm going to shout-out to David T. Right, Ooh. giving him a little bit of coaching nice. expertise here. Not saying yep. I'm better than him because I'm absolutely not. He's a star. Love him. I'm on the team train. But you've got to get the boys doing some goal-kicking <laughs> practice, okay? Like our set shots are rubbish. Um, you know, Harry Mackay, great hands, silky smooth, love it. Can't kick a goal to save his life. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, we're nearly at the end of our footy frenzy. We're nearly at, I mean, grand final is uh, the end of October. Hopefully hopefully we're out of lockdown, you know, after that. So we yeah. see each other. <laughs> I didn't know when you said footy frenzy, I didn't know if you are talking about like the season or if you are talking about the podcast because we've only got one episode to go. Can you believe it? One episode like, to go. Where's the year going? You know, I, I can't believe how fast the year's gone. You know, I just think back to episode one in the studio. Mm-hmm. So at Altona Footy Club, we recorded uh, some of the episode there. Yep. Um, to now, episode 14 on Zoom. Yep. So much has like, happened. So much has changed. So much. Big plans for 2021, though. So, yeah. Um, we'll, uh, we'll fill you in next, yeah. in the last episode next for, in, in, yeah. in a fortnight's time. We'll, um, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll reveal something of what we're planning for next year. Not too much, but we'll give you some. Yeah, we'll give you a little teaser. <laughs> Keep you wanting more for next year. <laughs> oh, my goodness. As always, guys, you can find us on Spotify, uh, Apple iTunes app, socials. Uh, remember to like and subscribe. I mean, I feel like we don't even have to tell you this anymore. Just yeah. like and subscribe. Um yeah, and I guess we'll um, see you see next time. time. Yeah, that didn't work. We've got to work on that. Oh, really? I thought it worked. I thought we nailed it. <laughs> we're so off. <laughs> With Trade Institute of Victoria's virtual classrooms, you can learn the skills you need from your own home. TIV's Certificate 4 qualifications give you the skills to run your own show. Take the path to becoming a registered builder, site supervisor, estimator or project manager. Learning from the comfort of home. Government funding available to eligible applicants. Apply online. Learn now and build your future faster with TIV. RTO number 21920. Victoria University want you to follow your passion and excel in the industry you've always dreamed of. Being a dual sector university means that VU students can easily pathway from vocational education to higher education. VU is one of Australia's most industry-connected institutions and are one of the top 2% universities in the world. You'll learn from leading industry professionals who combine theory with practice to prepare you for your career from day one. To find out more, visit www.vu.edu.au. Victoria University are proud sponsors of the WRFL. Bridgestone means confidence, and that's how you'll feel about your car after visiting Bridgestone's tyre and service centres St Albans and Hoppers Crossing. Whether it's new wheels or mechanical repairs for your sedan, performance vehicle or four-wheel drive, Bridgestone's tyre and service centres St Albans and Hoppers Crossing will keep your family safe and on the move. 
Bridgestone's Tire and Service Centres, St Albans and Hoppers Crossing. Now that's confidence. Visit us online at bridgestone.com.au. If a career in the sport, fitness or massage industry is your end goal, then Victoria University Polytechnic is the place to be. Learn from industry-recognised teachers and gain real-world experience through work placements. VU Polytechnic sports, fitness and massage students have access to world-class facilities, including Footscray Park Campus's Aquatic and Fitness Centre, which features indoor sport courts, fully equipped gyms, an athletics track and indoor pool. Kickstart your career at Victoria University Polytechnic, the TAFE of tomorrow. Visit vupolytechnic.edu.au to learn more. RTO 3113. Victoria University Polytechnic TIV are proud sponsors of the WRFL. If you're only kicking points with your current home loan, find out how to kick goals with a Rams home loan. Arrange a chat with a local Rams home loan representative by clicking on the Rams logo on the WRFL website. Rams are proud sponsors of the WRFL 